0: My ready to go? Welcome to Race Time Radio. You'll hear from the best in Canadian U.S. racing this week.
1: Grab a cold one and stick around. Alright, uh, you're good. they got a to in the wall The starter tower has signals. We're ready to roll. It's Race Time Radio. It starts right now. Here's
2: your host, Joe Chisholm. Everybody, right, stay one. Keep with
3: peace
2: and good evening everybody and welcome to race time radio happy canada day if you're on this side of the border if you're on the t'other, happy fourth of july to absolutely all of our american friends as well we have had an outstanding canadian holiday up here uh and it continues on tonight uh we're gonna get you up to date as much as we humanly possibly can we do have Junior back in the studio
4: tonight.
2: A couple of weeks off. You were out in Newfoundland. You were all over the place, buddy. You're back. How you doing?
4: Hey, back, uh, back in the studio, and uh, uh, finally bringing back some results. Mm-hmm. My lord, <laughs> uh, this uh, this season has been a rough one, but uh, uh, had a lot of fun this weekend over at Delaware Speedway, and uh, I got to hang out with uh, with with the bunch of good buddies and, yeah. and, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was great. It, the past couple of weeks have been busy. It's, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, between, between all the stuff with, uh, with racing and, and, uh, two speed motorsports launching a bunch of new products and, Man, it's just been uh, been a whirlwind. And <laughs> I learned. sat on the couch when I got home. When I got home last night at like one thirty, I sat there and I was like, "Man, I don't got to do anything tomorrow. <laughs> I, I like nothing." And I was like, "I'm not doing anything tomorrow." Yeah, I <laughs> don't blame you. It should be good.
2: Well, welcome back. I'm really glad you're back, to all safely. Like, uh, and let me tell you who got coming on the show tonight. It's a kick-ass program. I can tell you that. We're gonna kick it all off with the guy that went to Victory Lane at his home racetrack this time. Picked up his second APC win. It was the Spectra Premium 100 for the APC Series at Delaware Speedway. The 52 of Jake Sheridan went out, and he did her last night. And, wow, what a show. Uh, He didn't just stay where he was when he started this one. He had to go all the way to the back and work his way to the front again, and uh, Jake did it. Uh, He did it convincingly, and he's going to join us right off the top of the show. Uh, we'll also make our way out to Canada's east coast. Uh, Speedway Six Sixty had a big humdinger of a race on Saturday night. It was the Ricky Bobby One Fifty Street Stock Special, and we got the winner. Uh, Justin Cole goes to victory lane. He's going to join the show all live. We'll talk some dirt racing tonight. Big sprint car race on Friday night. As the whole night was, it was spectacular out this weekend, and the forty-seven car. Of Dylan Westbrook goes to Victory Lane, got the job done. He's been nipping at it a couple of times here. He almost got the win. He pulled it off on Friday night. He is going to join the show. Uh, so we'll catch up with him. Then off to Canada's West Coast. We're going to go all the way up to BC and Saratoga Speedway. Rob Layton is the owner-promoter of that NST Series. What is that? Well, it's the Sprint Car Series on asphalt, they're like super modified. It's a brand new series that's uh, that Rob has undertook out there, and uh, we're going to catch up with Rob Layton tonight. Of course, they're racing tonight, uh, so he's going to duck off into a uh, into one of the offices and join us here on the Zoom line. But uh, what do you see? We get things started off, and we'll go to that Zoom line, and we'll welcome in, how about a two-time winner in the APC Series? He got her done last night. His name is Jake Sheridan. He joins us. Now, what's going on there, Jake? How you doing?
5: Hey man, we're doing we're doing great. We're still having a great little uh, rest of the weekend here. It's been uh been pretty special to us, so we're doing awesome.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, you put on a show last night, as a bunch of the cars did, another fine race in the APC series. Uh take us back through that one. That would have been exciting for more than one reason for you last night.
5: Man, it was. It was uh it really was a good race. Uh, I can't stay away from nobody. The the field did a great job. Everybody drove uh, very, very well, very respectfully and uh just one of those races, a lot of fun to be a part of, man. It was, uh, it was hot. Um, the track reacted in a way that I've never seen before in my life. Uh, Del Rio Speedway, just between the heavy rain we had and how green it was, and uh, to come right back into the heat and humidity like that, I've never seen that track take rubber um, the way it did. So uh, that was pretty, pretty wild. Uh, unfortunately, it took away that home track advantage a little bit for uh, for all of us but um no it was uh it was a really special night uh, a lot of interesting stuff happened and uh we had a lot of fun coming from the back to the front i, I wish we didn't have to i might not have been so hot at the end of had to come from the back to the front but uh it was really special uh not many times uh in this day and age you can say you've been went to the back to the front anymore it's uh that's kind of a thing of the past I and mean, we used to do it a lot it used to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh going to the back of the front and being aggressive like that but it's pretty special to do it in this day and age it just showed uh how good of a car we had and uh the whole series Speedway put on an, an amazing, amazing weekend. Like uh the Canada day stuff was awesome. Uh walking down the stairs, Delaware Speedway for a driver intros is always really special. So uh everybody did a phenomenal job and uh it's been a dream of mine to win that race for a really long time, ever since my dad won, like way back in the day. So uh, I've been growing up there watching that race for a long time and uh I've had that I've, I've had it robbed from me three or four times leading with 10 to go. We broke a hub and some crashes and some silly stuff that's happened there on some restarts. And uh, to finally tie it up is really special.
2: You know, Jake, uh, watching last night, when you did go to the rear, uh, it was uh, not not the best of times to go to the rear, but you did. Uh, You worked your way back through. I kind of thought, oh, man, Jake is using a lot of race car right now to get by the competitors that you needed to get by. But, man, you had enough. You had enough not only when you got up there, but to maintain it. That's kind of cool.
5: Man, we had a we had a great car. Um, I can't take that away from my little brother Nikki, uh, really, really influences this program a lot. Like uh I can't stress enough how smart that guy is and uh he really does this for me. I mean, I'm not I'm not uh I'm a mechanical guy. Um I always do the driveline stuff and uh if it needs a bigger hammer, I'm your guy, a bigger hammer or a bigger pry bar or punch. I'm your man. I can grunt and I can load wrecked race cars. And I'm definitely your guy for a hard worker. But that's the only, that's my spot on the team as a hard worker. I'm not the, I'm not the brains. And Nikki is i uh, man. That guy is so smart. And I uh, had a really, really good plan set up for us. We had a really, really good front end package. And, uh, these late malls anymore, man, especially at Delaware Speedway, like with the package we got, with the motor package we got, you really got to have a good race car or, um, you know, it's getting past the point where a driver can make up for an eighty percent race car. You got to be one hundred percent, and a driver has to be one hundred percent. He did a great job, and with the help of uh, a little bit of supervision from Mike McCall, uh, Mike McCall's helped me a lot personally this year, and uh, it's been really special. It's a, it's been a good package. It took us a couple of couple of weeks to kind of get it figured out, and uh, I tell you, we've been heading in the right direction. This this fifty two team, this SSR team, is strong. Um, we had a good car. We we went through the pack smart. We didn't use up our stuff too much. We used a lot of brakes, but uh, once we got up front there, we had a good enough car. I could I could adjust my line enough, or we didn't need to use up what we did in the pack as much. So um, it doesn't really work out that often with that caution at the end. It saved our it saved our, our bacon for sure, which usually hurts me those late race cautions. <laughs> but um, it was pretty special, and uh, just it took it, it's taken weeks in the shop to get to this point.
4: It's funny, Jake, because a lot of times we get a guest on the program, and we kind of have to spoon feed them the the topics to talk about. But but for you, you hit on the, the all three of the topics that I wanted to talk to you about tonight uh, <laughs> right out of the gate. And uh, you know it's just the way that you are. You 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 recap the race very well, and and you're very articulated, and and that's what we all love about you. Um, but so the 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 first thing was was the way that the track rubbered in. Um, I was leaving last night, and uh, and I was walking up the banking, and and my foot stuck to the racetrack, and just about took my shoe off. and And I was like, "Man, I've never felt that before." The last time I felt that at Delaware Speedway was when the was when the IMSA modifieds were there with that really sticky Hoosier rubber that they would leave behind. Uh, but that racetrack last night rubbered in dramatically, and and it it, it was a really weird deal. Um, especially when you look down the line and how many guys had tires issues, right? Like usually if you're going to have tire issues, there was, there, there was chunking on the 22 car. I know the 17 had a bunch of chunking on the right front. Um, and, and Chenoweth who was right behind us, he had chunking on the left rear. Um, the, you know, w- w- we were talking about it after and, and it didn't really make any sense because usually when the tires are going to chunk apart like that, it's not going to rubber in the racetrack, but mm-hmm. man, just the weather conditions and everything. It just, it seemed really weird. And I wanted to get your opinion on it. You already gave it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the other thing, um, that I kind of want to elaborate on, got more, to add. On. I got more to add. It, it was a wild night. It was, for sure, for sure. Um, the other thing that I want to uh, uh, kind of get you to elaborate on is is the going from the back to the front. Now, the reason why you went to the back, and just to explain it to everybody who maybe didn't watch it or haven't watched it on Rev yet or didn't watch it on GeForce, um, the... This year, the APC series has adopted the uh, choose cone rule, just like the NASCAR series. Um, if you hit the cone or if you hit the line or you hit the box, uh, whatever it might be, in this case, it's a cone. Um, if you hit the cone, uh, you immediately go to the back. If you choose a different line, like if you chose the bottom and then and then decided to go to the top down in the next corner, um, you know, then you go to the back as well. So if you if you do anything other than pick your lane when you cross that lane, you go to the back. Unfortunately, you you know I think it was the first restart. I don't know if it was the first or the second, but it was like early on in the race. You unfortunately hit the hit the cone, um, and and went to the back. You and J.R. Fitzpatrick together went to the back uh, for two separate reasons. Now, because of the cone rule, did it make it easier for you? To make it up through the field, like I, I wasn't watching you specifically under each yellow, but because of the choose cone, did it allow you to make up some spots under yellow, uh, or did it did it you know make it harder for you to come from the back to the front? Which which one was it?
5: Man, that's a loaded statement. I've been I've been thinking of things to say ever since you talked about the Isma race back in 2012, <laughs> uh, 2010. i mean, sorry, um, my dad was running the race track in that race and the only time it's ever rub, rubbered up like that was that is my race my dad the Coke yeah, down. And uh that's the only time I've ever seen it like collapse. And it was about six inches long. That doesn't happen at Delaware Speedway. Like no. uh, I've never seen it rubber up like that. We had a really good car to run the concrete and that's not normal there. Uh running the concrete in three and four was 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 wild. Um it's 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 very unpredictable down there. It's rough and uh, the late models don't like it. It was, it was pretty intense. And uh, we, we just happened to hit on that line kind of early. And it really helped us get to the feel. The feel thing. The goal to the feel like that is pretty special. But, uh, you know, you're right. And thanks for embarrassing me and making it clear that I hit the pylon. Thanks for making that so clear why I went to the back, Junior. I appreciate that.
4: I love you like a brother, um, man. I'm
5: But um, <laughs> it was, uh, oh no, it was, um, and, that, and I'll be honest with you, there's no doubt I hit the pylon. I watched the rate. I watched the replay today, and part of the reason I hit it is just because of how rubbered up the bottom was. Like that was the first time we've ever had to do that pylon, and uh, it was so low on the track. I was we were very confused. I was running third, and I and I knew Junior uh, Jr was going to want to pick the bottom. I, that just made sense to me looking at the lineup and the seventeen eighty four me. I knew that eighty four was going to pick the bottom, and I was going to follow him down there. And I seen him go around the cone in the bottom. And then he picked the bottom. I hung back up. He picked the bottom, and I thought, ah, that doesn't make sense. Then you goes got to split the pylon. So last minute, we tried to split the pylon, and I got rubbered up. I got rubber. I got picked up a whole bunch of uh, marbles there in the front tires, and I slid it right into the damn thing. Like, I mean, smoked it. Like, it, I, I destroyed the pylon. Pylon, zero, Jake Sheridan, one. Like, destroyed it. And, uh... So that, it's wild how that happens. I mean, it just happens. It's the first time. It's embarrassing, but uh I'll be honest, with you, in the race car, I felt warranted. It, it was uh it was just a thing that obviously I wasn't aiming for the pylon. No. It's just something that happened. Did but, you feel um, it? Did you no, feel so- it when you
2: hit it, Jake? Did you feel it when you hit it?
5: I hit it, and my dad laughed at me. I tried to rub it off, like, "Oh, I just scuffed it. I don't think I hit it that hard." No, I (laughs) I killed it. Like, I I killed it. I heard it. I heard it split. I hit it with the front tire and the rear tire. I hit it twice. I heard it both times.
2: Okay, okay. Um, I didn't know whether you even knew that you actually uh, popped it, right? Because it's a light cone.
5: Oh no! It was. It is funny. It's amazing how much noise they make. if if I guess I guess this is what we do here on the radio we get off topic but uh, I I run I run a crane I I'm a crane operator for a living and we drive downtown London I've hit a few pylons with the cranes just in the narrow narrow one lane streets and it doesn't seem like be a big deal big deal when him with a crane but when you hit him with three inch ride height a late model I'll tell you right now they make some noise but um,
0: <laughs>
5: no so um, yeah the choose cone coming from the back it's exciting. And I know I was upset. I was hot and I was upset in the moment. And I, I regret making a comment. I didn't want, I did not want to bring down the series. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do anything to offend them. I don't think you um, did. I, I personally am not a fan of it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I agree to come to the race every weekend. I agree to be there and that's my, that's my deal. So, and that's their rules. And If I agree to be there, it's on me and I appreciate what they're trying to do. It's very exciting. Um, I don't think it helped me coming through the pack. I really don't. There was not many times I gained positions on it. It was nice to pick the outside once I was in the top six. Once you're in the top three rows, I really feel like it does make a difference. Um, it's very challenging to count the rows in the bottom and the top when you're running 12th to 16th. It's very challenging to keep that in your head and pick the right lane. I picked the wrong lane once. Um one thing I do appreciate a lot is uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick's post today. Um, he said some very nice things, and I appreciate that about him. And that's one of the reasons why he's uh, he's matured, and it's reason why he's, he's uh, the champion like he is. Um, he acknowledged some of our restart tactics, and uh, it worked out good except for one. We, we played very smart. My dad was on the radio, and he, he counted them off just like i like him to, and it, was, it led us in the right direction to make the right decision but uh, I really feel like it did not help me until I got to that last two restarts when I was on the, the third row on the outside and the outside rolled by the bottom. Um, it helped me in that situation. But other than that, I don't feel like it got me to the front very faster. Um, it's just, you're, there's always one car that picks the lane you want to be in that kind of hinders you a little bit. So um, it's exciting. It's different. Do I feel like it may got me to the front faster? No. Um, but our car was so good. I was able to roll the top and one and two very well. And I could roll the bottom and three and four very well, which is, which is very rare for Delaware. Rolling the concrete in three and four is kind of the weak link of Delaware. And the fact that we were able to do that with our package that Nikki and Mike McCall gave us was the reason we won that race. Uh, coming through the pack and the bottom in three and four is what you need to do there. So, um, it's very challenging. And, uh, we just were fortunate that I adapted a little bit to the line that was, that was available and then we had a car to do that and that kind
6: of heat was was
2: the key. Well, uh, if you're just tuned into Race Time Radio, we're with the 52 Jake Sheridan. He won last night at uh, Delaware Speedway. It was the Spectre Premium 100 in the APC series. It was Jake's second win of the series and uh if you missed it yesterday on GForce, I'll tell you what, you don't want to miss it here on Rev TV Canada. It is an exciting race, and he is one of the reasons for it. I did read J.R. Fitzpatrick's post today, and i got to say, it was uh, very mature for J.R. He has really come a long way. Not only is he racing real good, but now he's thinking, too. And that's always uh, really cool when that happens. And he did say some nice stuff about you, Jake. And uh, to be honest, uh, if if J.R. didn't mean it, he would have never said it. Uh, So that's kind of cool to see. And that's what this series is turning into, right? Uh, There is a lot of respect and it shows on the racetrack. I know you guys are going to end up coming up with a stinker one of these nights because you guys have all had a really good shot at things uh, for the last year, year and a half. uh, And it's bound to happen one of these nights. Uh, But you know what? The racing has been just spectacular and another good uh, show to watch last night at Delaware Speedway. When Absolutely. did you decide, Jake, inside that 52, this race is going to be mine. I'm going to hold not only that checkered flag, but the Canadian flag at the end of this one. When did it sink into your mind? This is mine.
5: When I got put to the back, I was pretty, I was pretty wrapped up. Like I was on the chip at about lap 20 and, uh, I was ready. Uh, we had a good car and I knew it. I wasn't, I wasn't pushing it running third. I knew we had a good car um, and we were loose. We started off the race really loose and I, I felt with the way the rubber was taken, the way the track was taking rubber. I felt like that wasn't our advantage. It um, wasn't totally planned. Uh, probably my fault. I called, I called after, after practice to free it up and uh, man, we were loose in qualifying like on, on sticker tires to be that loose. I thought we were in trouble. And then by about lap 15, I thought, man, there's the ray of the rubbers flying off this track. I think we're in good shape. And uh, I, I was I was nervous. We got to second. Once we got to second coming from the back and we had the fenders on, I seen the 22 car up there. And I thought, man, like, uh, this is fine, man. To come away with this, with a podium. Like, uh, it's a decent point state. We're not hurting ourselves. Um, and then I started reeling them in hard. And I thought, yeah, this is... This is probably our deal. This is probably our deal. This is pretty cool. This is gonna be. This is gonna be special. And then uh, we got by them, and Joe and Junior there mentioned the, uh, the tire wear. We actually had our right front chunk apart really bad with twenty to go. Wow. Um, I felt it. Um, we had a really flashback to the seventy-five lapper We had a really great car that run second, and we had both right rear go, and then the right front went chunked, and we went to the back like a, like a stone. And uh, this happened here, and I felt it. It went right away like a light switch and i thought yep yeah, this is definitely this is definitely rubber rubber related there's no way the car changed that, that, that fast no. and the 78 started reeling us in and he reeled us in fast and i thought i was getting so tight and i knew it was the front end and uh our right front looked a lot similar to the 22s the, end, the whole inside of the tread was coming apart and that's not an overwear issue i don't i i, I if i had the right answers for that it wouldn't happen to be honest, I don't, I don't exactly know what's going on there but that Caution saved our bacon, where I could really cool it down. I know that the the heat cycles aren't great in those tires, but to cool it down really gave us a second chance, and have that 10-mile dash was really what, what what gave us the opportunity to to come out to come out on top of that deal. But uh, the right front came apart there, was about 20 to go. And uh, it was close. It was close. But uh, it's nice to have one like that work out for us in
2: the long run. Oh, yeah, run. 78, Joey Lawrence had an amazing race. That team, uh, they keep saying he's the, you know, the little team that could and stuff like that. Uh, Joe Lawrence is a very accomplished race car driver, and he's got a great team put together. Uh, Nick Gates is helping him out. Uh, he, he, along with everything that he's got going on. You got to know Joe Lawrence is going to win some races here. He really did a good job, and J.R. Fitzpatrick uh, also from the back to the front. I was surprised that the seventeen car uh, was running up at the front all day pretty well, and then dropped like a stone. Must have been the chunking of the tires on his car. Well, Junior. it's
4: it's funny that that you mentioned that. Like if you let the if you let the tires cool down, then it completely changes the game. It depends on where the tire chunks, right? Because right. it is like a light switch when it goes off. When the twenty twos. Tire, like I was watching on our monitor when the 22's tire came apart Mm -hmm. or started to chunk, not came apart. We want to make sure that the audience realizes that it's not the tire doesn't come apart and then go down. You have to come down pit road, you have to change it, right? What happens is is the rubber just starts to like basically pock away, like it, 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 like little pimples form on the tire, yeah, and then and then little chunks pull out from the tire, right? And you know, as that happens. You lose dramatic grip. But the 22 car was running consistent fours and fives out front. Gone. Just gone. Like he was shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, he went from running, you know, 18 fours, 18 fives, 18 sixes to running 19 ones and 19 twos. Right, right. Right, just like like a parachute,
2: and the whole time the fifty two cars Look, maintaining if, the speed that he had exactly, at the beginning the fifty two the 78,
4: and, and the seventeen even we were reeling them in, yeah, yeah, and 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 it, you know, as that happens, um, you know, he he's just got no grip; the tires just coming apart more and more. Now the yellow comes out, mm. and and the next run is where the seventeen tires started doing that, right, right. right. And the twenty two had a chance to cool the tire down, and that's the, I think that that stops the the chunking from the happening chunking. more. Yeah, it drops know, that, the temperature that heat a bit. cycle; it kind of traps it in, and then and then it kind of plateaus. Now you'll never have the lightning speed that it had that it once had, mm-hmm. but you can at least maintain, and you can at least be aggressive again, because that's the way that it, it appeared for us with the seventeen, and as well with the twenty two. I don't know for everybody else, but just in comparison. Um the same thing kind of happened with us just in reverse, right? It just happened at reverse times and then got by us. So, um we were coming for you, Jake, <laughs> like uh, on the on the lap times when your tire started chunking. I said that over the radio and Dwayne said I agree because he was watching our monitor and he said that you went from turning like 8s and 9s out front which was like the the class of the field right. to turning like 193s, 19 192s. 19 and and the the 78 and us were turning 8 to 9 so yeah. like it was it was just the way that everything played out um man you drove a hell of a race the 78 did as well you can't take anything away from the entire field drove a hell of that's a race that's right that's the important part i remember 3 or 4 years ago there was a couple of guys on this program that said all oh, the apc series you know uh, they don't have any racecraft you know they go out there and destroy a bunch of equipment and I tell you what, you want to learn about racecraft. You watch the first APC races from this year, and and write it down because there's side by side battles when there needs to be. There's you know give and take on the racetrack when guys drive inside one another. There's there's etiquette there. Um, you know if the guy's not at the rear quarter and he backs out of it, if the yeah. guy's at the door, he doesn't back out of it. You know it's it's Good. real true short track racing. And, uh, you guys have done a whale of a job. I can't take anything away from you. It was awesome. Um, you know, I, I still think that, uh, uh, you know, it, I want to see Nikki and you battle in a late model at some point. One day. But, One uh, day. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I could ever ask for, Jake.
5: There's uh there's race crap um, going on in that series yeah. that is so far above some spectators that's going on, um, it's it's very very clean racing and there's stuff going on and um like that's exactly why it takes like it's not it's not just totally skill it takes you reckon a couple of sets of tires and i'm chunking for you to realize when they're chunking
4: like mm.
3: um,
5: there was it, it, it it's hard to realize that and you can't do a lot about it thankfully the caution came out when it did for us and we were able to acknowledge what was going on and i kept that right front brake fan on and and that's that's all you can do. That's all you can do is do the best with the situation you're given. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it just it really just worked out for us in this point in time. I've lost a lot of races in that in that in that situation, and I'm thankful it has worked out for us in a positive way. But um, there's no doubt, man, the 78 car and he didn't scuff, and I don't know how he kept the tires on it the way he did. Um, as far as not scuffing, because as far as not them not chunking, I mean, right. Um, but it worked out for him, and he, he was he was a real threat at the end. Man, he drove a great race, smart race. We had to use a lot. The eighty four and I came from the back in a very, very, very good manner. Like we didn't, we all had fenders on the car. We were all both, we were all in the podium at the end of the race. Yeah, and that's uh, pretty crazy to do in this day and age. It's pretty crazy around to the top five and keep fenders on it at this point. At this point, in the race because how close the cars are. I agree. Um, we used a lot we used a lot of car up to get there and uh, showed how good everything was. And uh, it was, it really was a great show. I watched the race this morning after, after a long night, I woke up and I watched the race this morning and uh, it was a fantastic show. And if that's not, if that's not good late model racing for you, I'm not really sure what is, but there was, there was excitement all the way around the racetrack.
2: Yeah, there sure was. And Jake Sheridan, you did it. Hit those sponsors and then we got to hit a break, but we got to get those sponsors in because I know they mean it done, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I
5: appreciate that. Uh, I already thank all the crew there a lot. They've been a lot, but, uh, Cameron Crane and Brian Seeds, uh, have been poor as mine for a long time, as well as Brian Farms has been with me, uh, from the very beginning right to now. So they've both been long, long time partners of mine, and I really appreciate them. So, uh, without all these guys, we wouldn't make it out like we do. And, uh, to put on a show like that for them, I really, really love that.
2: Well, congratulations on the win, and thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. We genuinely appreciate it. Good luck. We'll be heaving awry eye on the next one, buddy. Go get him! Thanks a
5: lot, guys. I really, really appreciate it. Happy
2: to be here. You bet. That's the 52 of Jake Sheridan. Did a dynamite job at Delaware Speedway just last night. We're going to hit this break. Then we're going off to the east coast of Canada. We're going to grab Justin Cole. He won the... Uh, Ricky Bobby 150, that's what it was, and he's going to join us next. Stay with us.
3: Hey, race fans, this is Larry Barrio,
1: and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM Channel 157.
0: Canada From coast to coast, Coast coast, you're listening to to Canada Talks.
3: Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks.
2: For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire starters have fueled this sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter
1: the greatest drivers and cars in the world return to canada's legendary road course from july 7th to 9th the chevrolet grand prix at canadian tire motorsport park features the imsa weathertech sports car championship with a new for 2023 gtp class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in canada don't miss the chevrolet grand prix at canadian tire motorsport park july 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing camping and family fun go to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com for tickets and details
2: The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend with the IWK 250 tailgate parties on Thursday night, then Friday night. It's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250, featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live at Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis. <laughs>
3: Tonight's race time radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects
2: like country music.
6: Music. Dig in to Sirius XM's
7: Country Universe, the next generation on the highway, Channel 56. This Millennium's Hits on Y2Country, Channel 61, or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. So Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. <laughs>
0: Taking
2: you all the way to the track and
0: back. It's Race Time Radio.
2: And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And hello to Absolutely Ali on Rev TV Canada. Happy Canada Day weekend. I know it's Tuesday for everybody on Rev, but it was a good weekend, wasn't it? Uh, It was definitely a good weekend for our next guest. He's out at Speedway 660 in New Brunswick. And he took his street stock to victory in the Ricky Bobby 150. He joins us now. His name is Justin Cole. He's with us. What's going on, Justin? How you doing? You doing good, Justin? Hey, how you guys doing? Thanks for having us. Doing good, man. Doing real good. Yeah, can can you
6: you get me there? Oh,
2: yeah, we got you. Congratulations on the win, man.
6: I don't think. All right, thank
2: you. Oh, good, you can hear us. Uh, you, you take us back through the race, man. That was quite a show.
6: Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a good day for us. It's uh, been a long time coming. We were glad to finally get that one off the bucket list. It was uh, definitely a dream come true.
2: I bet. I bet. Uh, where did you start this one? Where you, did you start up front, or whereabouts did you get your start?
6: Yeah, we started. Uh, we started on the pole. Uh, they they did our heat races as uh, through passing points. So uh, I think we started seventh in the in the heat race, and uh, we get up to second to like give us the most passing points, and uh, line to put us on the pole for the for the start of the one hundred and fifty. So definitely uh, had a good starting position. Yeah, a lot of good cars in this one, too, Justin. It would
2: uh, You would have had your work cut out for you in this, baby. I see the trophies behind you there. That's kind of cool. Uh, what's going on there? It looks like two of them.
6: I just cleaned off the wife's coffee shelf and put some trophies up there, I guess. Brent, I- Brent thought it'd be nice to have them uh, displayed. They are uh, some uh, pretty cool hardware. Um so yeah, I get them stacked back there. I guess I think they got to go back to the garage though when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Mama's not going to leave them there. I can guarantee that. Looks like one no, is an like annual. It. Is one of them an annual trophy and the other ones a keeper?
6: Yeah, the the big one with the four uh, cam camshaft posts. That's uh, that's an annual one, and the the blue one. Uh, Dave Oblinas actually built those uh, down at Plasma Metalworks. Um, Anyway, so they're, they're pretty cool. We get to keep that one, I guess.
4: <laughs> That's very cool. Uh, Justin, uh, uh, you know, you hear a lot of late model shows that are 100 laps, 150 laps, 200 laps. Um, you don't hear a whole lot of street stock, you know, super stock style races that are 150 laps. It takes It takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of endurance to wrestle those things around for 150 laps. Talk to us a lot, a little bit about that. I know the longest race here in Ontario for the Superstocks is 50 laps, right? Um, yeah. The longest race I've ever seen for the Superstocks, I believe, was 76 laps, uh, the one year of the, the Centennial at uh, at uh, Peterborough Speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I've never seen a 150-lap Superstock race. Talk about what it takes inside the car because – You've just got a steering box. You've got very little handling. Um, you know, it's not like a late model that you're in there comfy and you've got a rack and pinion steering and you're driving a light, nimble race car around. you got to wrestle those things around, and especially at a racetrack like 660. Talk about how you felt afterwards and also talk about what it takes to get 150 laps done in one of them style cars. Yeah, it's
6: uh, I've run sportsman before, i guess it's the only other style car i've run but uh they're definitely heavier and the you know the suspension and stuff we run they're kind of limited to what you can what you can do as far as uh you know make things handle easier so they they're, they're definitely a handful uh we had a really good car last night so that's definitely made it easier you know when they're when they're on on point they're, they're easier to drive them when they're not so um uh, I wasn't too bad after it was over, actually. I've run 50 laps with a nil handling race car and felt way worse than I did last <laughs> night. But uh, yeah, 150 laps, one of them old bread boxes, is a it's a long way to go. And they have a hard job holding up that long. The parts and stuff, same thing, kind of limited to what you can upgrade, I guess, for parts. So, like, a lot of stuff still stock, and it just doesn't. You know, I had a lot of guys blowing out power steering stuff, and rear ends, and transmissions, and just doesn't last. I don't know. <clears throat> Hundred laps is broke tops for a street stock, as far as I'm concerned. But <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> it worked out good for us last night. I guess her old our old car made it 150 laps and. I was able to steer at 150, so it was pretty cool. You, you gotta
2: up- know that Ricky Bobby would be awful proud of you for going out there and getting that win, right? Like uh, Ricky Bobby probably wouldn't have been, been been able to go do what you did just last night at Speedway 660. Hey, where's home
6: for you? What's your hometown? I'm in uh, Harvey. It's um uh, I would be about forty forty miles uh, west of Fredericton, I guess. I'm I'm right on the well, we're. Probably ten miles from the American border of uh, Vancebro, close to Calais. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm about an hour from Speedway Six Sixty, I guess. Yeah, and uh, is
2: that your home track? Do you run Six Sixty all the time? Do you make it around to any of the other
6: tracks, Justin? I don't usually. I uh, I always go to Miramichi at the end of the year for the very best uh, fall shoot at one hundred. Um, I've been up the Petty twice. I've raced at Act four or five times. Um, that's been it. Uh, we get young kids, I guess, and we just kind of had to do a lot of traveling. Down at 660, we've got our camper set up, so it's easier easier for us to go there for the weekend. But uh, we've got Miramichi on our schedule again this year for the the very best fall 100 lapper again. And uh, I'd like to make it down to Petty for the Mike Stevens. And we always shoot for uh, Shediac at the end of the year for the Atlantic Championships, but uh, usually the time that comes around, we're burnt out and wore out and out of money, and don't always make it. But uh, anyway, it is on the plans. But Six Sixties are definitely our home track. We've been racing there for this to be the eleventh season. Uh, took two or three years where we just kind of picked partial uh, schedules, but uh, other than that, we've we've been a, a full time car there all along.
4: Well you'd have
2: a target on your back now, wouldn't
4: you, Junior? Absolutely. And and when you figure it out, you did five nights worth of racing in, in one race <laughs> for 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 a street stock style car, right? That's uh if you ran thirty thirty laps a night for features, you're you're looking at five nights worth of racing in one. Uh so I'd say you're doing pretty good. It's uh it's definitely a good one. You got to bring home the hardware. Uh you did mention guys uh, you know, blowing power steering lines and, and doing that that type of stuff, uh, you know, and, and brakes failing and, and things like that how was the actual race itself? Was there, uh, like, did you check out? Did you, did you have the field covered? Uh, was there, was there good close battles all the way through or, or like talk to us a little bit about how the race played out itself.
6: Well, it's obviously I didn't get to watch much of it, I guess, where I was sitting, but, uh, <laughs> everybody said it was, it was an awesome show. Um, I didn't really check out and I didn't feel like I was, as dominant as what I was told later that, that we, that we looked like we were, um, uh, I felt the second half of that car was getting crazy loose. And I, I really didn't figure I was going to hold on. I had, uh, Luke McLaughlin was all over me and as time went on, I'd gone uh, the long run with, was where he would start to get, get at me. But, uh, I don't know. Everybody said it was a good show. I, I think it was good racing all the way back through. And, uh, even i think we started 26 cars or 24 26 cars and i think they said 17 finished which is pretty impressive actually for very impressive what we did what we just talked about with the the pirates and the you know just the handling of these cars but um we had a caution with uh, eight laps to go and i i still don't figure i would have held luke off i i just felt it was getting too loose and he was taking out my mirror and I was looking in it more than I should have been. And I think I was starting to overdrive and we get that last caution and I was able to cool the tires off a bit and kind of have a little bit of a reset and think things over. And I don't know. I, I just don't feel like I'd, I would ai do not feel like I'd have held him off in the remainder of that if we hadn't get that uh, yellow. But uh, anyway, I remember I got the white flag and I was like just once more and I glanced up in the mirror once more and I had, three or four lengths on them and anyway just unbelievable really for us to have won that race i guess well you got the job done and that's
2: what it takes uh give us the sponsors on that 38 machine and who have you got working with you because uh definitely it takes a team to win these races
6: yeah i've got uh and i got a list because i've got a lot of sponsors and i don't like forgetting any of them so uh yeah, I've got uh Watson's Home Building Center, uh Nelson and Sun trucking, Jay Cole trucking, uh, my own business, uh high Hi rock construction, waterfront pub and eatery, harris renovations, uh bubbles uh cleaning, running, cherry gillisping, my aunt and uncle, Helping, excavating, Philip Allen trucking, Adam Justice in Motorsports, sure fit auto with uh, Kevin Wilson, the band hazard, Wilkins Signs, uh, Justin Roy at Jim Gilberts, Greer's Electrical, uh, Jason Munn, the Smart Move team, d Trucking, d and Sons Trucking, uh, Thunder and Lightning Motorsports, uh, Jeff Armstrong at GD Fabrication and Race Cars, helped us out a lot with our setup and a little bit of driver coaching, uh, Mackenzie's Garage, Ellis Grant Firewood, Parker Brothers Roofing, and uh, Peter Bill Atlantic, and Steve McGibbon Trucking, so. and I got um, my pit crew, uh, uh, Justin McKenzie, uh, Tyler Donovan, um, Troy Carhartt, Jamie Painter, uh, Adam Justice, those those guys help us out and show up and at the pits. And um takes a big team, I guess, to have any race car in any division. So uh, we work hard at it, I guess.
2: Yeah, you do, and you'll want it. Congratulations on that. Uh... What you'll have to do now, and I see the JR Motorsports shirt that you got on there. Uh, Dale Jr. pops in every now and then and watches this show. So maybe he'll see that one on there and have to send a a little blast your way to say, hey, way to go, buddy. Uh, But I digress. Uh, What you're going to have to do now, the street stocks are going to be back at Riverside International Speedway. Uh, Logan Power had his way with everybody up there the last time out yeah he had a couple dogs biting at his rear end but nobody had anything for him might be kind of a cool idea to get you justin cole out there and uh see see who's got what at riverside that'd be cool
6: yeah we've uh obviously who who wouldn't want to get a chance to go race up there so um we kind of committed ourselves this year back to to 660 to, to race for the points championship and uh The weekend at Riverside was Saturday, and we also ended up having the uh, Target's Window and Doors 100 at 660 that night. So it was, it was out of the, wasn't an option to go to it. But uh, yeah, we've, we've talked about the one in the fall. It's quite a haul from here. It's seven or eight hours travel from where I'm at, but Mm -hmm. uh, you just never know, I guess. Well,
2: you dare to dream, right? Dare to dream. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to see you out there, but there's nothing wrong with chasing the points at home, too. You want to be the champion? Uh, it's going to take a lot of hard work in between now and then to get that crown, and uh, it's a special crown to win. Justin, congratulations on the win. Thanks so much for your time on, uh, on race time here. We genuinely appreciate it. Keep digging, man. We'll get you back on here. Sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan to me. Thanks for having me. Have a good you, evening. You betcha. That's Justin Cole, driver of the number 38, wins the Ricky Bobby 150 at Speedway 660. Just last night, a beautiful, tight bull ring. They got a lot of big races coming up. As a matter of fact, the super late model series that does run out there on the East Coast is going to be a petty Speedway next weekend. It's that rain makeup, right, that they uh, got rained out on. They're going to make it up July the 8th, I believe, is next Saturday. And uh, that'll be at Petty, the Super Late Model Series. Uh, the guy's got a ton of momentum. Dylan Gosby leads the points right now. One of those thunderous guys. Uh, he's doing a great job on the East Coast. And uh, that'll be a real good one at Petty. And then don't forget to join us for the IWK 250 on the July 15th, uh, July 15th weekend. Trust me when I say everybody's going to be at that, baby. Uh, We've got a lot of cars coming. Even from Ontario are coming out to be in the IWK 250 this year. It's going to be a barn burner. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, uh, we've got lots more to come. Dylan Westbrook, I believe, is going to join us. we got everything out to him. I haven't heard back from him yet, so I'm getting a little bit nervous. But Dylan, uh, D- Dylan Westbrook will join us. And then, of course, off to Canada's West Coast, and we'll grab Rob Layton, and we'll talk sprint car racing with the guy that owns the series, and uh, we'll do all of that still to come here tonight on race time and i gotta pick jr and there's a couple things i gotta talk to him about we'll be back stay with us
3: hey this is ron Sheridan. you're listening to race time radio
1: from coast to coast coast to coast you're
0: listening to canada to canada
1: talks The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear Fuel your passion and confidence At leafracewear.com We're an essential part of any team And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year For tickets and details Get to Canadian Tire canadiantiremotorsportpark.com The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend with the IWK 250 tailgate parties on Thursday night, then Friday night. It's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info. Get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live at Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis. Hey everyone,
5: this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on Sirius XM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Andorra, and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, quick, quick fire starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quickwick Firestarters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quickwick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter.
1: If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts.
0: Is there anybody alive?
1: This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. I'm to fly.
7: Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel.
1: Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show.
3: Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's, right. it's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included
0: with all trials and popular plans. Taking you all the way to the track. And back. It's Race Time Radio. Serious. XM 167. Now here's
2: Joe. And welcome back everybody to Racetime Radio. So so glad you could tune in tonight all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks, and of course on Rev TV Canada. Uh, throughout the course of the week, you can check us out on the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Stealing the guys, making sure we hit the air a couple of times a week. And, of course, GearHead Country Radio. I forget about those guys all the time, but they've been carrying Race Time Radio for a long time, too. So we want to thank Ian and everybody there. Uh, You can get us uh, right here on Rev TV or SiriusXM every week. So uh, make sure you tune in and tune in often. Let everybody know that we're around. Oh, and check out our YouTube channel, uh, we started that out uh November, something like that, and uh we 've continually been growing it uh with sub- subscribers I think we 're almost at the two hundred mark now uh so please, if you stop on by don 't forget to hit that subscribe. We genuinely appreciate it, and let 's see how big we can make this thing uh it- uh, it's a thing, something I got to mention here. Uh, it's been a dynamite weekend, uh, Canada Day weekend. A lot of specials. Even tonight, you got races on the track at a lot of the, the different facilities uh, right across the country. But Junior, you were down at Delaware Speedway Friday night, Saturday. Um, it was quite a show. Now Friday night. Um, it, there was something real scary that took place there. Uh, one of the drivers, uh, at the conclusion of a race on the cool down lap ended up, uh, hitting the fence. Uh, the, the car was wide open. Take us through exactly what happened. Cause I know you were right there.
4: Yeah. Steve McCaw, um, had a great race car. Uh, his first time back in the car in, I, I want to say the, the announcer said 13 years. Um, hot, and hot rod drove, car. What's that? Hot rod hot or, rod, or modified yeah, hot, Oscar hot rod. Hot rod. And, uh, uh, you know, Steve had a great heat race. Um, He he won his heat. um, And then in the feature, drove from the back, you know, right up to the front. And uh, I was spotting for Dalen Martin. And, uh, you know, he he drove his way from the back uh, right up into second place. uh, Was chasing us down with, you know, two, three laps to go. Got right to our back bumper. uh, Basically, you know, a car length length and a half back. And the Mm -hmm. checkers came out. He ran out of time. Um, and, uh, um, you know, we thought that, uh, Steve was, you know, kind of celebrating, you know, he had a a great (laughs) night of racing, um, you know, a a first in his heat and then, and, and then a, a second place in, in, in the feature and, um, the cool down lap. You know, Dalen was celebrating, um, you know, pumping his arm out the window. And yeah. um, uh, uh, Steve in the four car ended up driving around Dalen, which is normal, mm-hmm. um, and came over to the front stretch. And, and uh, the car just gingerly went down and, and butted up against the inside wall. Um, was not a hard impact. Um, you know, it might have done some damage because it wasn't intentional, but it, it wasn't like a hard like crash, right, thunderous right. crash. Um, hit the inside wall, and um, then it started bouncing off the chip, and um, so his foot went it, to the floor, his foot probably went to the floor. Yeah, and at that point, everybody thought that he was celebrating and and kind of doing, like, doing a burnout, like a burnout, right? yeah, yeah, right. And everybody was like, "What's what's okay, happening?" Right, <laughs> and and everybody's just kind of standing there watching for a second, and Dalen was was sitting, you know, on the racetrack behind him, and he's like, "The tires aren't spinning," and and. That's when everybody panicked, right? right. Everybody was like, uh, "Like, w- w- what do Something you mean Something's wrong?" And uh, uh, at the point of like, I'm gonna say like ten seconds in, because you wouldn't do a burnout for that long, right? Like, unless you won the championship in you know a national series and you didn't care about your motor and everything else, right? Um, so at ten seconds, everybody started moving their way to the car. Mm-hmm. Um, Twenty seconds in. They're realizing that there's an issue, right? Right. Um, at 25 seconds, they are springing into action. Mm-hmm. And Delaware's safety crew did a masterful job. They always of do everything, Of everything from um, the communication to everything. Um, uh, he was obviously in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't wait to get him out of the car. They, they got the car shut off. Um, it's that they're bouncing on the rev chip for a very long period of time mm-hmm. and, uh, for not a very long, it would feel 30, like an eternity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they got him out of the car, lifted him out. Um, and, uh, he was flatlined. He had no vitals. He had no nothing. Scary. And, uh, they of course have, uh, first aid medics on, on site. Um, Rick Verburn and his brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Chris and Brian uh and mike were literally directly across from where this is happening right and they're all a part of the volunteer fire department uh in the Otterville area thank god they're all medics thank god um they uh rushed to the scene like they ran across pit road mm-hmm. um and you know immediately started helping the guy mm-hmm. and um they they had a defibrillator on site um, they, they got the, uh, AED, um, that you see in like arenas and, yeah. you know, everywhere where there's large public gatherings. Um, and, uh, they, they got him back. Thank God. <laughs> Thank he, God. He, uh, he, 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 you know, brought back to, uh, uh, you know, having a pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, the brigade came in, you know, it was. Man, the response time for the London Fire Department, and I don't know if it's the London Fire Department, the Mount Bridges Fire Department. I, yeah. I don't know where they yeah, came yeah. out of.
2: Locally or somewhere close. Yep. Yeah,
4: the cops showed up first. Yep. Um, fire Department showed up second. The um, ambulance showed up third, within minutes of the phone call. Hats off to them because it was it was very quick response time. Um and uh, uh, loaded him in the box and and took him to the hospital and now I don't have much information beyond that that's right um and you know just the thoughts and prayers are with them yeah uh, the good the good thing was that he was responsive and that he was he was uh, not awake and well but right. but he right. was responsive and 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 had vital signs and and all the great stuff well uh, but he wasn't down for. Any longer than you know a minute and a half, two minutes, a couple like, of minutes. in in the time that they that, you know that the event happened and 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 getting him on on his back and and you know uh, starting compression so um, really he 's going to have a road to recovery but yeah. uh, but uh, definitely uh, the fast action of everybody at delaware. Um, is is uh, is amazing yeah and and listening in hey, i have to give a out. Yeah,
2: just a minute we gotta hit the, gotta the throw it back to toronto okay. and then we'll come back and we'll finish this okay. uh but i do have to do that gotta throw it back to toronto we'll get you up to date on some news and highlights and then back for hour number two, all live tonight on Sirius XM, channel 167, Canada Talks. It's race time radio. And uh, Scotty's going to get you up to date. And then we're back for another full hour. We've got lots more to come. Stay with us all live tonight on RTR.
1: You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167.
2: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to Tire canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. <laughs>
0: When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. in damn right, baby? Woo! The races. The Daytona 500 win. Good job.
4: I love that we have playoff
0: racing now. The talk shows.
6: We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The
0: unprecedented access.
2: Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans.
0: Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 90.
2: ChapStane did a video game move.
0: Also streaming on the SXM app.
2: I think they're happy down here. We're
0: back with our number two of Race Time Radio With the Two Joes Here on Race Time Radio On Sirius XM 167 Where Canada talks
2: And welcome back everybody to Race Time Radio Tonight You do have the Two Joes He's back from the East Coast He's back from Quebec Of course, Junior spotting with uh, Andrew Ranger in the NASCAR Pinty Series. They've been busy boys, and they're about to get busy again at Toronto. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Just before the top of the hour there, we were talking about what transpired at uh, Delaware Speedway with uh, one of the Oscar hot rod drivers, Steve McCaw. Had difficulty, and uh, the, the guy's... Brung to action, and uh, real happy to say Steve is okay at this point. Still in hospital. Uh, that's as much as we do know. Uh, but man, oh, man, Junior, you were right there. And uh, you, you and Rick and all those guys uh, are, are together most of the time.
4: Yeah, well, I, I was spotting for Rick Verburn, and, uh, you know, uh, he he was waiting on his feature to come up. And, and of course, that, that happened in the hot, uh, the hot rod feature. Um, but, uh, it, you know, I was just watching from the flag stand or not with the flag stand from the spotter stand, just in awe of everything that was going on, yeah. you know, kind of hanging on every breath that, uh, all the fans were, um, just, uh, just waiting to hear what was happening and, and hoping for good news. Right. It's, uh, uh, you see stuff that happens on the racetrack and, uh, you know, you see, you, you, I've seen a lot of crazy things happen at racetracks, you know, from people getting hurt in race cars, uh, from people, you know, passing out from heat exhaustion to uh, now a heart attack, you know, that happens at the racetrack. You know, the
2: heat exhaustion end of it. I know I texted you after you texted me and said, hey, we got a big problem here at Delaware Speedway. hope everything works out. Immediately, I thought it's the heat. You have to stay hydrated, and that's something that you, we don't think of it. You know, you, you get yeah. the wind blowing and stuff. You're focused in on what you're doing, whether you're driving in the race car, whether you're a crew member, it doesn't seem yeah. to matter, or even a fan sitting in the grandstand. Yeah. You know, you get involved with watching the race and, the, you know, everything that's happening around you. If you forget to stay hydrated on a warm, hot, sticky day like it was on Friday – and like it is even today, yeah. Um, yeah, You can wind up in trouble.
4: Yeah, we well, are. Yeah, uh, sure. So you
2: got to stay hydrated, and then all of us need to remember that.
4: Yeah, definitely, and and uh, yeah, you know, and just the the entire situation. Everybody was, uh, um, you know, you, you expect. When you're in a big populated area like that, you know, mm-hmm. with with a lot of people, you know, 2,500 or 3,000 people uh, gathered together, you, you hope that you got somebody looking out for you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I tell you what, at Delaware Speedway, you've got a pile of people looking out for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I, I've seen a lot of traumatic things at racetracks. And, and, you know, you see it all transpire. And you think back afterwards and you think... Oh, this could have been done different, or this could have been done different. I sat there, and I, I of course, as a spotter, you've got race control, right? So right. So I can hear everything that's happening on the official's channel. Mm-hmm. And in the race, that's really handy because you can hear what is all transpiring during the race. Right. Um, you what can, the call what is. What the lineup, what the call, all those things. Um, the second that an emergency happens, it becomes the emergency channel, yeah. right? And it's because everybody has it. So the fans didn't get to hear the behind-the-scenes aspect that I got to hear or all the uh, the rest of the spotters got to hear mm-hmm. if you were listening to race control. And, and what I was saying before we went to the top of the hour there, I have to take my hat off to obviously the safety crew that was on-site working on Steve McCaw because they're the ones that did the, the heavy lifting, right? Yep. But the coordination that... The Delaware Speedway officials, that the APC officials, that the Oscar officials did contributed equally to him making it out of their lives. That's success. And, yep. and you know, just the way that, that they remained fully calm, Trevor Hanley basically went from race control to logistics, medical logistics.
2: And air traffic controller. And, and yeah, exactly.
4: Yep. So he's got the visual from the top. And, uh, you know, they... Uh, Trevor Hanley, uh, Daryl Timmermans uh, made sure that pit road got cleared immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, they cleared the pathway for the fire trucks to come in. They cleared the pathway for the ambulance to come in. Um, they kept everybody updated. Uh, they stationed people in the uh, the entrances and the exits to make sure that nobody was going to impede that right. when they started to go because they were going to go in a hurry. Yep. yep. Um, they literally staged it so that they were going to leave at Mach 9. And uh, thankfully, they didn't need to. Um, but if they needed to, they, 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 were even they, talking the about, they were even talking about clearing a spot for a helicopter. Right. Um, they had everything. It was like they deal with this damn thing every week. Well, it's like that's how good they were at it. It's
2: preparation. Yeah. And every single racetrack yeah. needs to look at that and look at the model that yeah. they're laying out and do what they do. Uh, yep. you, you can never be over prepared. No, and it sounds like Delaware is prepared. I kind of thought that. Yep. Um. They 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 run a tight ship, and uh, yep. you know, there's so many times, uh, and I've seen it uh, at different race tracks that uh, it's just carefree, and you know, that's not going to happen here. We're yep. we're at a short track. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah. On this size of a racetrack. Nope. yeah, it'll happen on a mile track or. You know what happens in NASCAR? Not going to happen to us. Yeah. It does. It does. It yep. doesn't matter. No. Uh, you've got to be prepared all the way around. And nope. uh, just hats off to Delaware Speedway.
4: Honestly, 100%. everyone
2: there. Yeah. Uh, they they need to be commended. And uh, hopefully Steve just keeps on trucking and uh, gets better and better. Uh, yep. He's got a fighting chance. All because those people
4: yep. were prepared. Yep. And, uh yeah, you can't say enough about them, man. It's just uh it's just so cool that uh that they were, that they had their ducks in a row so mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, if I was a racer, I would take note of that. Yeah. yeah like well, you, like you know, I It does not would...
2: happen until it happens and then when it does, you hope to god because you're out of control now, right? Exactly. You're the victim. You're yep. the guy. Yeah. You're out of control. You got no say in what happens. Yep. All you got to do and all your family members are doing is praying to God that racetrack knows what they're doing. Yep. And uh, it did. Yep. It did, and it does, and uh, good on them. Uh, some results from Delaware yeah. Speedway. right? Uh, Got to put it out to TJ Edwards. He ended up winning one of the modified races on Friday night. Saturday night. So cool. He come close. He was coming. Yeah. But how about it? Jamie Cox goes to victory lane in the three car, and it was one that he pulled out of the barn that uh, he's been at. it. We know Jamie from riding a late model. Uh, He comes out and he wins in a modified in the Oscar modifieds. Great division of cars. I suggest you pick up one of their races, if at all possible. Uh, they did a great job, and good for Jamie. He ended up winning.
4: It was so cool to see Jamie Cox in victory lane at Delaware Speedway again. It was like a Sheridan <laughs> went to victory lane in the APC race. A, a you know Jamie Cox went to victory lane in the in the modifieds. It was honestly like a big old flashback. Really, oh, like yeah, the entire really. deal, the entire weekend. Um uh, Dale and Martin picked up the first win in the hot rods. Uh, uh, in the second one, he was teched out, uh, disqualified for he illegal valve win it, springs. Though. He, he won it. He won it, and then was was uh, was disqualified. So he went two for two. Uh, ended up losing uh, because of the valve springs that were in the car. Um, so congratulations, uh, congratulations to, to, Tyler, to Tyler Hahn. Tyler Hahn. Um, yep. Tyler Hahn picked up the win on in the Oscar hot rods for night number two. Um, uh, the Quickwick Fifty. Tough Mm. break for Derek Tamirzma. Oh, yeah. Um, He ended up breaking in practice uh, again. He said it was the eighth transmission of the year. Um, Man, tough luck there. Uh, but you I didn't tell you just what.
2: call him Derek, did you? No. Oh, I thought Garrett. you just Garrett.
4: did. It's Gareth. Yeah. 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 Um, the uh, the guys uh, in the um, the super stock feature, though, man, they put on a show. Trevor Culver. They did. Uh, he went out and uh, he definitely put a wax in on the field. Um, he had the he had the car to beat. Um, but you watched Nagy and Zardo and Chenoweth and those guys battle, man, did they put on a show <laughs> and, yeah. uh, they didn't wreck each other. They didn't hit each other. They put on a show Yeah, and, uh, um, it was definitely fun to watch and, and, uh, hats off to those guys, um, for putting on a show that the crowd was going ballistic, um, because it was such good racing. Um, but, uh. You know, so uh, then as well in the APC series, uh, you got a hats off to uh, to Jake Sheridan and uh, um, you know for picking up that win and and uh, you know you also got to take your hat off to Connor Pritigo, local guy, yeah, yeah, not yeah. an APC guy. Something broke, right? and, Yeah, something, something broke, broke on for the sure.
2: 19 car. Um, but we have not had got Connor poor. on this show. We've got to get Connor on this show. Yeah, we will. He's won late model races at uh, Delaware Speedway for sure. Uh, he's been doing a great job. Uh, my fault. I haven't gotten him on here yet, and we will. Uh, too bad he broke, though. I, he was one of my favorites looking at the list and how he did yep. in qualifying. I went, wow, Connor Perdigo can get it done at this track. And sure. uh, I thought he was going to do better than he did, and he would have had he not broke. Yep. Uh, yeah, good, good weekend, all in all. Great weekend For dollar. the forecast. If you looked at it on Thursday, you were going, "Oh, well, we should get Friday in, but mm, Saturday doesn't look good." Yeah. Well, sure enough, Friday Saturday was just fine. Uh, it was and, and good on the. It was guys.
4: raining on the backstretch at one point, and it was yeah. raining in, in at the at the golf course. And another time, but uh, they definitely uh, squeezed that's, one out. It was that's good. called the Luke Dome. Yeah. Luke right. Dome.
2: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Works, works kind of good. I know I had one at Sobel Back yep. in my day, yep. the Joe Dome worked. Yep. It rained at the golf course, rained at the bridges, and nothing at the Speedway. That's so, great. yeah, we used to get lucky quite a bit. Um, I, I, I also want to—I oh, got to uh, put our thoughts and prayers out to uh, from all of us, actually, uh, to Colin Grady, of course. Leaf Racewear, uh, Colin does our, our shirts up uh, fantastic. Look candid today too, right, with uh, red and white. But uh, uh, it, his father passed away. And uh, our thoughts are with you, Colin. I know you're a faithful viewer, listener of Race Time Radio. Our thoughts are with you, but uh know exactly where you're at. And uh, it, it just our thoughts are with you all the way through uh, the passing of his dad. So um, uh, there was a lot of races this weekend, Joe, um, uh, at the beach. The Ontario Sportsman Series went green yesterday. And uh, the 71, Torrey McAllister wins again.
4: In a different car this time. Yeah. Uh, well, was up, it a different car? He, yeah, picked up a different car. Um, he picked up a car from uh, Kevin Lay, which was uh, uh, a historical car from the series. And um, he, of course, uh, tore his other car up pretty bad uh, at sunset. So um, he decided to uh, pick up this other one that was for sale. And, and uh, he said he liked it. He oh, said good. it was a I good guess. car. And um, they uh, they put on a show uh, with uh, with Connor James and those guys. and and as well with uh, chad mcglynn and uh, by the sounds of it it was a great race oh
2: connor james i was watching on race monitor
4: yep. uh
2: seeing the time separations and stuff like that and uh, mcglynn was up there early he and the 71 going back and forth for the lead and then you could see chad mcglynn fade back a little bit connor james made a charge he was coming up and in the closing laps they did have a caution. Uh, They had a number of cautions right near the end. And then they started counting the yellow flags. I couldn't figure that out because they never do that. Uh, But I guess time was of the essence. Sobel had six classes that they were trying to stuff through. And they managed to do it. They had the uh, checkered flag flew right at 11 p.m. And that's their curfew. Uh, But I'm watching on race monitor. And I could see only two tenths of a second. And then it would go back to three tenths, four tenths. And then Connor James would take a run. And he closed the gap again, uh, just looking on time. So, uh, Corey didn't have an easy one of of any stretch. uh, But he ended up getting the job done. We invited him on for tonight. He's racing in his uh, four-cylinder at the beach. So, uh, he couldn't join us tonight. So, uh, we also want to congratulate Dylan Westbrook, uh, driver of the 47 Sprint Car at a Suikens Speedway. They had a beautiful night on Friday night. Uh, Dylan Westbrook did go to Victory Lane. We did have him lined up for tonight. I can't tell you why. Dylan must be MIA somewhere. Uh, He probably thinks today is Saturday and not Sunday. So uh, he's probably going to be really raring to go come tomorrow night, but that'll be Monday, and it'll be too late for the show. Uh, We will get Dylan Westbrook on the program again at some point, Uh, but it doesn't kind of look like he's going to appear here tonight. Uh, We want to congratulate him. On the win at Weekend, And uh, I don't know whether you heard the news or not. Race Time Radio will be live from Weekend Speedway just before they go green in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Of course, that double date is coming up. August 14th, 15th at Weekend. Of course, it's the NASCAR Pinty Series on dirt. Last year was the inaugural year. The guys have got experience now. This is really going to be something this year. Uh, we are going to... Uh, Go green. Uh, We're going to go live from the garage in the pit area at us weekend on Monday, August the 14th from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. live on Sirius XM channel 167. We'll get you the absolute latest from the Speedway before they go green. And uh, we hope to have as many drivers on as we can jam into an hour and get you all the information you need to know. But you want to get your tickets for that uh, double date? monday tuesday uh it's going to be incredible features both nights uh so you know uh, try and make it to both but uh, uh if you can't make it to both pick one uh you won't be able to uh, find a better race on dirt than what these guys are going to do they always do a good job at that track
4: joe yeah definitely and uh, uh will be uh will be a great show uh to cover off uh, some of the other winners Um, that were kind of around the province. Yep. Uh, Ryan Kimball picked up a big win over at Peterborough Speedway in the late models. Good for Ryan. Um, Glenn Watson picked up the W in the 75 lap super late model show over at Sunset Speedway. Uh, Rick Walt came home with I the seen that. Uh, with the uh, the seventy one. Uh, he was in the seventy one car for Corey McAllister in the uh, the super stocks over at at Sunset. Yeah, making up points, right? So exactly. the points
2: that so Corey Corey technically won
4: two races yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the points that Ricky would have gained in the seventy one do they go directly to Corey?
4: Yes, they do. Oh, good. Yeah, he's Corey is or uh, Rick is Corey's backup driver. Um, for three races, I believe three cool. out of the season. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, Rick ended up picking up that win. Um, uh, the, um, the, uh, as well, uh, you got to take a look at, uh, the, uh, four funds or, or the, sorry, the combined four at Sobel, uh, Pat Farrow ended up in victory lane for that. Um, and, uh, I believe the, the BD's can image it car. And I can never remember the guy's name. um, Beedi's vodka. Beedi's um, vodka. He's sponsored by Beedi's vodka. Oh yeah. But uh can't imagine it. Uh, he went to Victory Lane too. And I'll Good. try to remember that before the end of the show.
2: Well, uh it, it was uh the the legend series, the Inex Legend Series that tourists around the province here. Yep. They had an amazing car turnout at Sobral. They were the show last night. Uh 24 of them, I do believe. Kind of nice to see 24 cars. And uh, good, good for those guys at the beach.
4: Jeff Blackburn. Oh, Jeff. Is the guy's is the guy's name in the cannon midget?
2: That's more than and, one r- win for Jeff this year. Absolutely. I want to say he won the opener.
4: Yep. And then in the Inex Legends, uh, two very familiar names. Uh, one, two here. Uh, Jordan Latimer in yes. the number ninety. He picked up the win in the Inex Legends. Uh, Jade Franklin went to victory lane in the. Um, or not victory lane he came home second place but uh uh Jade or Jake Jade Oh it is Jade Jade Frank oh, I thought it was Jake
2: uh, that nope. I read nope. um, Jade. Uh, yeah cuz when I seen that I went oh man he's got one
4: of these cars too Yeah yeah that yeah, late uh, model guy South of the border you and I got to talk about this uh we watched the cars tour broadcast Oh man from what a show Caraway Speedway Yes on Thursday night Wednesday night Wednesday night Wednesday night, night. Yep what a broadcast, what a show, what a event. Mm-hmm. Man, did they pack the the place. There was not a seat to be had. Uh, it was on Flow Racing. Yes. Um, yeah, you
2: contacted me and said, hey, you got to tune into this. Yeah, I was, and I was flipping
4: through. and Thank and,
2: God I did. What a show. Not it, only the uh, pro late models, uh, but the late model stocks yes. were incredible to watch. Now, the, the winner, Lane Riggs, went to Victory Lane in that late model stock. He ended up getting pinched. That is uh, Rodney Childers' car, uh, Kevin Harvick's car, actually, that uh, Lane was driving. They ended up getting dq Do you know what they got DQ'd for?
4: Yeah, it was the uh, the sway bar. So it was a COT style bar, mm. and you're not allowed to use a COT style bar. Ah. Um, so it's got big ends on it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. the same rated bar. So, like, you could literally run the exact same rated bar, same length, same length, everything. same everything. Uh, just with small ends on it, right, right, and um, there, I can tell you, there's zero advantage in that. But that being said, it's just a different bar that you that you don't need. Yeah, if it's um, in the rule book, it's, it's in the rule book. Um, They're but, not playing favorites,
2: especially with one of the owners of the series. <laughs> exactly.
4: Right? So, yep. Uh,
2: uh, Jared it, Fryer what,
4: ended up going to Victory Lane in that. Yes, um, he did a good job. Yep, yeah, Jared did a Fryer really good the, job. That was a
2: dynamite race night. The whole night was good. The 13 car of uh, Austin McDonald. Uh, he's kind of a regular down there in the car store. He's from the East Coast of Canada. Uh, he fell out of this one early. Not sure what happened to him. No, uh, 35
4: that, laps is what he made. So there was a there was a failure of some kind. Some kind of parts yeah, failure. Yeah, he finished. Uh, he ended up wrapping up in 16th. We um, also
2: had Cole Butcher in this one. He's been hanging out there uh, driving a Donnie Wilson car. And, uh, man, he put on a show. Uh, he made it up to, uh, he finished sixth, I do fourth. believe. Was it fourth? Yep. Um, made it fourth.
4: Him and uh, Connor Zilich uh, in the Rackley roofing war car, mm. um, they ended up getting into it uh, pretty early on in the race. I, I'm going to say probably around that lap 40 mark. Um, and uh, uh, Cole just made contact uh, with the uh, left rear of the Connor Zilich car, and and uh, they both ended up going to the back, um, and uh, but they they picked their way through the field methodically, and of course he was in the Donnie Wilson Yahoo car, yeah, um, and uh, made his way back up to fourth. Um, the winner of that one, he had the field covered. Caden Quapple, yeah, um, Caden did. You yeah. know he, he, his dad is uh, Travis Quapple. Uh, he was in the the truck series. He was in the Cup series. Yeah. Um, you know his brother is Carson, um, and he is knocking it out of the park in late model stocks and yes, junior motorsports. Yep. Um, but uh, that Highland racing team, that '96 team. Uh, they've been laying down some numbers as well and, and uh you watch those two Quapple boys are uh, uh they're gonna uh, they're gonna make some waves in this sport uh you know for the for the years to come. They're the next Blaney and yep. and uh They're coming. You know, uh Blaney and, and uh and Elliot, but, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do because they're both very talented mm-hmm. uh, at what they do, and, and they're both getting tons of seat time.
2: Well, hey, awesome stuff. Check them out if you get an opportunity. I know you can go back on Flow Racing and watch that again. Um, but if you get an opportunity, catch it. Catch it either live, uh, be at the racetrack, or uh, you can always catch it on Flow. They do a dynamite job. Cars Tour TV. Uh, you don't want to miss it. We're going to hit a quick break here, and then we'll be back. We've got lots more winners to cover off. Of course, we're going to talk to Rob Layton. He is the promoter of uh, the Sprint Car Tour out in B.C. on asphalt. These things are super modified from what we know of in the province of Ontario and around this part. There are uh, Sprint Cars out there, and we're going to talk to Rob Layton on the other side as well uh get you caught up and get you up to speed on everything that they got happening out there. Oh, uh Rory Smith wins night number 1 at Saratoga Speedway, the 125 late model race. Rory Smith ended up winning it. Uh they are racing again right now, or we would have Rory on the show tonight too. So, uh we got more to come. Stay with us everybody. Junior and I will be back in just a couple of shakes.
4: Hi, race fans. I'm Al Baki from the Saskatoon Stock Car Racing Association. You're listening to Race Time Radio.
1: From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. to Canada Talks the greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world class racing, camping and family fun. Go to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com for tickets and details. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just to tap, tap away. away. Yes. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! Incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers.
2: The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend with the IWK 250 tailgate party on Thursday night, then Friday night. It's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250, featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info, get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live at Canada's ultimate short track race, the IWK 250, presented by Steve Lewis.
0: What is Sirius XM, NASCAR radio? Tyler
1: we will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won
3: at Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans... It's all. Oh. Joey Legato oh. will set his sights on a championship.
1: Uh, two times, baby. Things. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs>
0: NASCAR. Oh,
1: he loses oh. it. He crashes.
0: Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah.
7: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here. There and everywhere, doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. If stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how.
3: Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. <laughs>
0: From the high banks of Daytona, cover it all. Ooh, that's gonna leave a mark. And now back to the Joes. Hey, shake it, baby, Cal. Woo, shake and Here on Race Time Radio.
2: And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Just checking my Zoom line, and it looked like we were disconnected a wee bit, but uh, reestablished connection. Uh, they are doing some work down the road here from the RTR studio, hooking other people up, I guess, to uh, the new Bell Five, uh, which we are part of, and. No. uh they could be messing around with the the lines as we speak but uh, we should be just fine uh, we'll get Rob I can guarantee you we'll have him on uh, the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour this number 36 Gary Elliott don't know whether you've noticed this car um, Gary it is a, uh, a special paint design 50 years with Quaker State not sure if Gary has any more of these cars left we still have one that we are going to give away on this show. Not tonight, but we're going to give it away. I thought I'd let it lament just a little bit. Uh, but Gary does have these for sale. If you're looking for something special, uh, Canadian, it's Canada, uh, Canada Day weekend. Nothing more Canadian than uh, picking up one of these babies. Uh, and I don't know whether Gary Elliott still has them or not. Uh, but if he does, grab one. Uh, you'll have a little piece of gold Uh, and Canadian short track racing history. Gary Elliott will be in that IWK 250. You can count on that. Uh, He is one of those guys that used to be from Ontario. He now lives out in Truro, Nova Scotia, and he's been doing a great job out there for the last few years in that 36 car. Uh, He hasn't won any races, but he's getting there. Uh, He's moving forward, and that's all you can ask of a team. Gary is doing that. Uh, but that IWK 250 coming up July 15th weekend, man, it's going to be a barn burner. We already know now from Ontario, not to mention all the East Coast and international pro-stock tour guys. Also, Horsivar, uh, Carson Hosevar is going to be in the Cat for Kids car at Riverside. So we can add him to the list. Uh, there'll be a lot of those uh, touring guys that'll flow in for the IWK 250. And from Ontario, Junior, we got uh, Mr. Baker, the Bulldog, the Bully, uh, Dwayne Baker's heading out there, and just last week we learned of the 31 of Rick Spencer. Walt is also going to be heading out there. Uh, you
4: got to know these
2: guys are going to be very competitive when they get out there. It's going to be a hell of a show.
4: Yeah, they're not just bringing uh, they're not just bringing their cars out. They're bringing some some. Uh, some brains with them as well. Junior Hanley's going to be with them. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Brian McDonald's going to be with them, and uh, uh, they are making a swing at it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be amazing to see. Uh, A
2: lot of the guys from the Super Late Model Series out on the East Coast will also make the transition and the pilgrimage to the IWK 250. Uh, We're going to have a lot of race cars. Keep your eye on riversidespeedway.ca, They'll have the entry list up there. Tickets are on sale now for the IWK 250. I'm not sure if there's any camping spaces left, but if there is, that's where you will pick them up. Uh, Thursday night, you got a big tailgate party. Uh, It's right off the chip. And uh, the practice for both classes, well, no, pardon me, it's just for the Pro Stock Tour on the Thursday night practice-wise. And... uh, Then uh, Wednesday night, there's a practice for the other divisions. The Henry's Auto Pro 100 Sportsman Series is going to be there. Um, It's the master. uh, I'll tell you, it's going to be off the hook. That Friday night Sportsman Race Junior is always one not to be missed. Uh, Talk about a precursor for the IWK 250. I've seen so many really, really good races on Friday night. Um, it's going to be another good one this year. Uh, Todd Robertson from Napa, our our store, the, the guy that sponsors us here on Race Time Radio. He put a carrot together about, I don't know, two months ago. Thought he wanted to add something to make those sportsman guys go a little bit harder. Give them a little more incentive. And Todd has really done it. Him and his brother uh, have come up with a really cool prize. He got a Chase Elliott authentic helmet. All signed by Chase Elliott, and uh, that that's going to go to the winner. That's, that's kind so of cool. a
4: kind of a cool deal. Absolutely, very cool. Um, you know, one thing that we got to talk about too is um, next weekend, uh, Junior Hanley's seventy-two lap memorial. Yes, or not memorial? Not memorial. <laughs> yeah, I said that a couple times. Yeah, yeah not yeah. memorial. <laughs> it is not a memorial. No, uh, it is an honorary race yes. to honor. Um, all the all the accolades and everything that Junior Hanley is, um, uh, you know, at, at Sunset Speedway, mm-hmm. seventy-two laps, seventy-two hundred to win, yeah, and every lap is sponsored. Yes, um, you know, from a hundred dollars to twenty-five dollars, uh, in that realm, right, so, right. Um, awesome. Going to be a lot of cars at that race. I think there's going to be a ton of cars. Um, it's by far the best paying, lowest lap count race that we've seen in Ontario. Yes. Um, It it is going to be one for the record books, I think. Um, You know, and just to attach your name to Junior Hanley, you know, Mm -hmm. the – it, the race could pay popsicle sticks, and guys would show up for that sure, race. Sure, sure. Um, you know, it's uh, it's super cool. Um, it, it's uh, hopefully becomes an annual event at sunset. Uh, uh, such a neat deal, and and uh, looking forward to uh, to taking that one in.
2: Yeah, well, Junior Hanley has done so much for this sport on both sides of the border. Really, I can remember in the early years going down to speed weeks at New Smyrna Speedway, and of course seeing Junior Hanley up here. All the time from the, you know, from, from the times I started going to the racetrack as a young guy, uh, going there and watching Junior Handley and Don Biederman. And we've all heard about, you know, the wars that they had. But you got to throw in guys like Rich Grady and uh, Dean Coglin, And, oh, there's so many, so many. Bill Snowden, another big name that used to be out there on the racetrack. But Junior Hanley, uh, not only was he a proud Canadian, Uh, But he would go down and, you know, I'd be at New Smyrna Speedway and uh, I'd hear the ads, you know, running around. I'd be at the big track and you throw the radio on in the rental car. And uh, yeah, we're going to go to New Smyrna Speedway tonight. And I'd hear the ad for New Smyrna Speedway. And they're featuring Junior Handley running against uh, Dick Anderson and the big names from down south. Well, Junior Handley was the real deal. Not only could he, you know, win up here. Uh, But he was a force down in the U.S. A lot of guys got their cars built from Junior Hanley up here in Canada and went down south and, uh, you know, did did a real good job. Junior continues today in this sport helping drivers, building cars. He's built a a number of them and uh, he he continues to do it. So it's going to be kind of cool to honor him at Sunset Speedway next Saturday night. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a good
4: show. It's going to be a huge show. It's going to be, uh, uh definitely exciting. And, uh, um, it was, uh, it, it's definitely the talk of the town last night at Delaware Speedway. Are you mm-hmm. coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so it, uh, it should be, uh, it should be very well attended. You're going to, you're going to spot good. for the
2: 17. Yep, yep.
4: Yep. Yep. We're, uh, maybe you
2: and I get in a Corvette and go over. Yeah. Yeah. We got to stay until after tech because oh, we're going to yeah. make it to tech. Oh, I can well imagine. would <laughs> yeah, stay to the bitter end of that one, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, hey, you've got a lot of big races coming up. Speaking of big races, the the, the NASCAR Indy Series, all back from the East Coast to Canada. They had a great time out at the Rock. Uh, Trayton Lapsevich won the race. Uh, good, good on Trayton. He's had quite a year so far. And you guys are going to be heading to what? The Honda Indy, right? That's a, that's the next trip for you
4: guys. going to be in Toronto. Honda Indy Toronto, yep. Uh, July 15th. Uh, quick turnaround. Um, then head it west. So yeah, um, very quick turnaround. I believe we raced the twenty third in Edmonton, um, and then Saskatoon. So summer um, goes
2: by in a blink, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, this this little stretch right here is going to be. Uh, it, it's definitely the uh, the busiest time for the NASCAR Pinty Series. Not much time to breathe. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, um, you know it, it uh, uh, there's there's going to be. You know some some late nights and and some early mornings, but uh, uh, going to be uh, going to be a good little stretch well, um, the
2: APC series is back at Flamborough Speedway. The next race they 've got is going to be July the fifteenth at Flamborough speedway uh, that 's going to be another good one at that same weekend, so I guess you 'll do Toronto through the day and then jump in the thing and rip up to Flamborough
4: you 'll be at that race too right yeah, I did that last year. Um, it's uh, it's a tough it's it's a tough schedule to make, um, just because the way that the Flamborough they, they kind of start earlier at Flamborough than, yeah. than some of the other tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, last year I made it to uh, the APC race and it was uh, I I want to say that they were lining up on the on the front straightaway mm. um, for driver intros when I made it there when I pulled in really? the back gate. So it was uh, it, it's definitely a, it, it, but it's doable. Yeah. Um, for sure doable um about an hour and 15 minutes right from downtown to uh to Flamborough Speedway um it depends on traffic obviously but uh yeah no it's uh, it should be a good show at uh, at Flamborough there's uh uh definitely some uh some guys who need some results <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and uh you know Danny Benedict and those guys uh they've been they've been lights out fast J.R. Fitzpatrick as well at Flamborough this this season um, as well, Chenoweth. I think uh, Sean oh, yeah. Chenoweth is kind of his program's rebounding a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know uh, he didn't get the results that he wanted in the in the late model last night, but uh, um, he uh, his program has rebounded a little bit, and and I think that uh, he's going to be a force. Um, but uh, yeah, looking at at what. Uh, You know how 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 the past couple races have transpired. They're 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 going along pretty good. How about Dv Enzo last night? Very good showing.
2: Delaware, the ninety seven D. Tyler
4: did an amazing job in that race. Yep, Yep. hats off to uh, to Tyler. He he did he did a great did a great job. Uh, tough break for Blair Wicket yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened. Um, something in the ignition, something to do with the ignition. Um, but, uh, you know, on opening pace laps, uh, ended up breaking down. But uh, that was the other 97, right? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, no, great job by, by Ty DiVorenzo um, you know, he went to the back at one point and worked his way forward again and uh obviously started on the pole and and cycled his way back and and kind of went back and forth. So, um but uh kept his car clean. Uh the car was straight as an arrow at the end and and uh he he did a great job. Yeah.
2: Awesome stuff. We're going to hit our final break right now and then when we come back, we got Rob Layton all lined up on the Zoom line and we're going to talk some sprint cars out in BC next so stay right there jr and i and rob leighton are going to be back with you in just mere moments stay with us hi this is mike farrell of the southern ontario sprints and you're
8: listening to race time radio
2: it's time to get back to the racetracks for over 30 years quick quick fire starters have fueled this sport on and off the track making lighting your campfire as easy as one two three there's no need for kindling or paper just pop your quick quick fire starter in the pit add your wood and presto you're a pro quick quick fire starters no harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time quick quick fire starters the world's best fire starter Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew.
7: Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families—people you might call neighbors. will be here, there, and everywhere, doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store you can count on Napa know-how.
1: The greatest drivers and cars in the world return to Canada's legendary road course from July 7th to 9th. The Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park features the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship with a new for 2023 GTP class featuring Le Mans prototypes as well as exotics and sports cars for their only stop in Canada. Don't miss the Chevrolet Grand Prix at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park July 7th to 9th and the return of world-class racing, camping, and family fun. Go to Canadian Tire Motorsport Park Com for tickets and details.
2: The Riverside 250 started back in 1977 at Riverside International Speedway. The 250 has continued for all but a couple of years since. In 2007, the 250 was titled the IWK 250 and has been Canada's crown jewel event to win every year. The tradition continues this July 15th weekend. With the IWK 250 tailgate party on Thursday night, then Friday night, it's the Auto World Sportsman Series, Henry's Auto Pro 100. And then on Saturday, it's the IWK 250 featuring the stars of the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour and teams from across Canada and the U.S. For tickets and camping info. Get to riversidespeedway.ca and join us live at Canada's ultimate short track race. The IWK 250 presented by Steve Lewis.
3: Tonight's race time radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indy Nova Scotia.
0: From the high banks of Daytona... We are Race Time Radio. And now, back to show Chisholm. It's Andy, run for your life.
2: And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And hello, Canada, on Rev TV Canada, right across the country each and every week right here. Let's get back to the Zoom line, shall we? And welcome in our last guest of the night. We saved the best till the end. We have Rob Layton. Let's talk some BC Sprint Cars. What's going on tonight there, Rob? How you doing, buddy?
8: Ah, we're doing pretty good. Can you hear me all right on here? Hope I got a good connection. It's pretty busy here today, but, uh, yeah, no, things are, uh, things are good out here. We're running a late model race right now, so it's a little loud outside, but, uh, Hopefully we can uh we can hear you all right.
2: Yeah, we can hear you just fine. My friend uh Rory Smith goes to Victory Lane last night. Sounds like it was a good one for him.
8: Yeah, it was a good run there. Him and uh Jerry Bond, they had a good race there right to the right to the finish really. So um it uh it was a good race. We're putting put a little track bike down in the flat part of turn 3 and 4. That seems to help the outside groove a little bit. So we're uh yeah, we're having a good a uh, good weekend. Lots of sunshine and uh, lots of racers up uh, having a good time.
2: Ah, you gotta love it when a plan comes together. I know Pat works awful hard there at Saratoga Speedway. That's the Speedway these guys all call home. Uh any sprint cars yep. on the agenda this weekend, Rob, or do you got your guys off? No.
8: Yeah, no, no sprint car racing this weekend. We're uh busy getting our cars ready in the mornings and then racing at night, so we're uh this weekend anyway. Uh but we're racing next weekend, July seventh and eighth here at Saratoga with the uh with the sprint tour guys.
2: Man, you got a lot of cars coming out too. I'm looking thirty cars here, and you got different divisions happening. How is the NST all yep. laid out?
8: Yeah, we're doing all right. We had our opening event a few weeks back at Penticton, and we had about fifteen cars there, so that was uh, that was a good start to the season. We're hoping for a couple more guys to come out. One guy was firing his car there right before last, so hopefully that's another car for the field. And uh, yeah, it's going pretty good. We're um, we got some pretty fast, pretty competitive racers in that series, so. Uh, me included, you know, we've got, I got a couple cars in the series and, uh, we race pretty hard, but we're up against, uh, Mr. Willison there in the 14 car. He's, uh, he's the man to beat. So we're all chasing the 14.
2: Ah, the guy with the target on his back. Rob, do you partake or do you just own the cars? You got drivers in them or do you get in and wheel too?
8: No, I raced, uh, back in the two thousands and, uh, got right out of racing for about 10 years. And then uh the buddy of mine we just kinda decided to go back racing. I bought a non wing sprint car and I had him drive it and then uh yeah, we ended up with going wing racing and so Mike drives my uh one wing car and I got Randy Price actually in the other car um for next weekend. But no, I I kinda hung up the helmet there a while back and I enjoy working on the cars. The uh like I mean I'm the mechanic crew chief guy on, on both cars and it's uh it's pretty fun. Like it's it's great to tune on and we still see the results and and I don't have to deal with all the race day anxiety stuff, but those guys can handle all that stuff.
2: Yeah. When it's in the blood, it's in the blood, right? Uh, you, you'll never shake that part of it.
8: That's the honest truth. Yeah. It's in your blood. It's in your system. Like I say, I, I got right out of racing for, for 10 years, focused on our business world. And, uh, you know, it just, things come around and we just decided it was, uh, the right time. My wife and I, we, we, uh, went back and bought that non-wing sprint car. And that kind of got us back in the deal. And, and that kind of snowballed into owning Saratoga, buying the Speedway, which is a whole nother ball game, but, uh, it, uh, it's going real well here too.
4: It's too cool. It's uh every every promoter and every owner like track owner has got a different uh, you know uh, back story about how they get there, right? It's yeah. it's so it's 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 actually really cool to see all the different storylines and and how all the the stakeholders in the sport kind of come to be, right? It's uh uh it's it, it's always a neat deal to hear the backstory. Uh Rob, uh looking at the sprint car tour out there, um I see photos all the time. And I see a few uh, IMSA-style uh, Super Modifieds, and then I also see a few, and I don't know whether this is in your tour or not, but I, I, I see a few ISMA-style Super Modifieds, and then I also see a few 410-style Sprint cars. Um, talk to us a little bit about the the way that those two race together. Um and 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 the parity and how you keep everything kind of uh I, I know that the motor and the short track itself is is basically what keeps them paired up uh but but talk a little bit about the 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 differences and 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 how you kind of mash everything together.
8: Yeah, so we, I don't know we don't have any super modifiers running with us. The the non-wing series, they have uh, uh some older cars running. Okay. Uh we're pretty much all running pretty much, you know, pavement sprint car chassis. Gotcha. uh, you know, on beast chassis, there's uh, quite a few guys running four links now. Uh, okay. that seems to be a bit of the flavor of the day, but, uh, we run three sixties and four tens together. Um, and we restrict stacks and we use weight. And, um, it is, it is pretty good that the Pacific Northwest has, uh, you know, it's pretty much standardized the rules. We work with, you know, Meridian and Monroe and everybody's come together, NSRA. And, uh, you know, we get the same, same stack sizes, same motor rules pretty much universally across the board. So that's, uh, that's been a big deal. The guys don't have to change to go from track to track to travel. Uh, even as far as, as Eureka, California, we went down there a, a number of weeks ago and raced with those guys. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's cool to uh, see everybody kind of on the same page with that. Uh, but the restrictors and the weight seems to work pretty well to keep things pretty even. Your hardcore racers, you know, those guys are going to win, you know, no matter kind of what you do, the, the fast guy is still going to be the fast guy. So we're, uh, we're pretty happy with how the rules are for them.
2: Well, and that's cool too, right? Cause, uh, when you get Guys that uh, participate and fall together with a rules package. It does open the door up to going across the border. And those guys coming up, do you see many Americans slide up your way, Rob?
8: Uh, We see a little bit. You had uh, Levi Rose came up to Penticton. Uh, Randy Dubois, he tends to venture up. Uh, When Western Speedway was running, there was a number of guys that came to Western. Uh, We lost Western, of course, at the end of last year, which is... You know, really been, you know, a tough deal for everybody racing on the island here. And, uh, you know, and then the sprint tour, right? Like that was a pretty key component of our deal. Uh, and it was pretty, um, pretty disheartening for everybody to lose Western. So, um the, the American guys, they, uh, they, I'm hoping guys come up here in July and in August. Uh, August is an NSRA sanctioned race too. So, uh, we're hoping to, uh, see some of those American cars, uh, in August, if not in July.
2: Uh, and that's where you guys are picking it up, right? Like Saratoga, uh, Pat's been burning it at both ends. Uh, I've taken a yeah. look at your schedule, bud, and talk about aggressive. You guys do a lot of entertaining out there in Victoria, and good on you guys for doing it. Pressure's on, but usually guys like you guys uh, operate real good under pressure, and it sounds like it's working well.
8: I appreciate that. Yeah, I know Pat and Carol both are uh they are workhorses i'll tell you i get uh, i get a lot of the credit of what goes on around here but uh it's it's them that really really make it happen behind the scenes it's you know it's a it's a seven day week 24 hour day deal uh you know racers want something you know at seven eight nine ten o'clock at night and you're still getting people calling you sending emails in the early in the morning so there's uh they are the real workhorses that make it happen here but it's uh it's a lot of fun too right like we're not uh, for me the racetrack's not a you know it's not a job i got to real business that, that pays the bills so we're uh we're here having fun mainly for me anyway it's of course full-time for pat Carroll but uh, it uh, it's pretty rewarding and it
2: fun. you bet well and you guys do a phenomenal job so uh fans that may not have ever seen a sprint car race uh, they could check it out next weekend did you hear you say you guys are on track next weekend
8: Yeah, next weekend, July 7th and 8th. So, uh, we'll be running a practice night for the racers on Thursday night. And then, uh, yeah, full show both nights. So, um, it'll be, you know, your standard dashes, heat races and, uh, and 40 lot main event probably for the, for the wing cars. And, um, yeah, come on out. It's, uh, it's a good time, whether you're a hardcore racer or not. You know, it's still a fun environment out here. We got, uh, we got the beer garden going for that crowd. And, you know, down the other end, we got a big grassy area and the kids can play around and you have cotton candy and, you know, have a hamburger and all that fun stuff. So it's uh, it's kind of, it's not just the hardcore racer that needs to come and check it out. It's uh, it's pretty fun for everybody.
2: Now, how do fans uh, get to your site? You got a website. uh, And what time should they show up next Saturday?
8: Yeah, so it's SaratogaRacing.ca and there's a link on there to get tickets and whatnot. Um, Racing starts at five. We've actually bumped the start time up an hour. We had, uh, you know, we had quite a a bit of... um, stuff going on with the neighbors here recently as i think all race tracks have uh so we had a new noise bylaw come in last year and we struggled with time on a few events so we've uh we pushed our start time ahead an hour uh so hot laps are you know starting 1 32 o'clock in the afternoon and then uh anthem and opening ceremonies and the racing starts
2: at five o'clock awesome stuff well we look forward to potentially getting a winner on next week uh here on the show uh hopefully it's one of your teams here robbie
8: I sure hope so. Yeah, we're we're digging hard. We're going to we're going to give her a shot and uh see what we come up with. So I appreciate you guys having me on.
2: You betcha. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Say hi to Pat and uh go out there and get him, buddy.
8: I will. Thanks a lot. Have a good one.
2: You betcha. Saratoga Speedway. You got to check them out. Spring car racing out on the island. Uh beautiful facility. And uh, great series to watch, Junior. They got late
4: models on track right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, uh, I, I've only been to the island once, and it was in the it was in the springtime. And I wanted to get out there and see all those race tracks, uh, but uh, definitely need to make the pilgrimage. I need to go out there. Um, it, it's such a beautiful area. Uh, just, uh, uh, you know, Victoria Island is, uh, is just a wicked place. And I couldn't even imagine how cool it would be to have, you know, racetracks on it. Um, it's, uh, it's definitely cool and, and, uh, definitely a place that I want to get to. Uh, Saratoga seems like a, a racetrack that, uh, man, it would be, we go to, we go all the way to Newfoundland with the mm-hmm. NASCAR Pinty series. Um man by all accounts it seems like uh there's a couple of tracks out there that are positioning themselves um that would be so cool to see a NASCAR Pinty's race at um you know it, how cool would that be west coast to east coast um coverage but uh man it would be uh, it would be cool to see
2: yeah sure would and i, I believe Penticton Speedway is back up next weekend they got a full program you can check them out online uh, you've got Agassiz Speedway out there, Gold Pan. Yep. Uh, there's a number. Uh, Williams Lake, another one that pops to mind. Uh, We've got to get more content from BC, and we'll get more of those different track uh, uh, racers and stuff on this the, the program. Uh, they do a dynamite job. Don't forget about uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway. If you're on your way out west going on holidays, stop by that track uh, just outside of Saskatoon, Excellent facility. They got the Bridge City 200 coming up in August. Of course, the NASCAR Pindy Series is going to stop there. Uh, They hit Edmonton International Raceway on the Saturday night and then off to uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway on the Wednesday night. That's a fast turnaround for you guys.
4: It is, yeah. We uh, we always work on the cars. Uh, You know, it's crazy how it all works out because really, uh, it, it. we always wish that it could be the opposite way, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. When you race at Saskatoon, um, it is a wide, sweeping racetrack. You've got three lanes of racing room. Uh, you can race all the way around it without touching anybody. Mm-hmm. At Edmonton, you can't sneeze and not run into another car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is so super tight, bullring. Yep. yep. So uh, there's been many times where we've basically replaced the entire body in yeah. in the uh in the parking lot of the sandman hotel um and uh but it, it's part of the allure of the west coast swing um you know you you run uh a, a bullring style racetrack and uh it, go knock the try not to knock the, the the body off and then and then run you know back to back uh you know points races because you run you run twins at at yeah. Saskatoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's no joke. Like you, yeah. you you can give up your season in two races with this Penties sure team. Sure you can. And uh so you got to make sure that you're on your A game when you roll into Saskatoon. Um, but you also got to make sure that you have a good uh, showing at Edmonton as well. And uh yeah, it's it's a pressure-packed week um for each and every NASCAR Penties team. Um, it's always it,
2: hot as a firecracker out there in Saskatoon when you guys roll in. It too. Is, yeah. I think back, what was it? Last year, a couple of years ago, Edmonton was really cold for you guys. Yes, like when you're used to thirty, thirty-two degrees Celsius, yeah, and then you get out there and you know temperatures sixteen or something. It feels like it's it was zero. Well,
4: that that year it was like um, it was like nine degrees. Was it? Yeah, was it, like yeah, you yeah. could see your breath outside. <laughs> it was. It was cold and, and wet and raining and and uh you know, around like four thirty, five o'clock the sun poked out. Yeah and but the cold front had went through yeah. with that rain. And, there was
2: no BTUs man, in that it, sun.
4: It was cold. Yeah. And uh you know, we, we got the race in, um, but it felt like we were racing in October. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just one of those cold snaps and but then the the year before that. Uh, there were people passing out everywhere because it was like thirty four so degrees, hot. right? It yeah. was so hot yeah. um, and muggy, but uh, which you never experience in, in <laughs> you know <laughs> southern Alberta. But uh, um, yeah, no, just a great week of racing. Um, really, if you're in that Edmonton Saskatoon area, it's not that far of a drive. No, you, you know, no, four no. hours. Uh, you could catch 3 badass races uh, in, in very close succession. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the Pinty Series is up on the chip right now. Um, Trayton Lapsovich has got a massive target on his back. Yes, he does. And uh, he has been laying down numbers like you wouldn't believe. And, uh, you know, by all accounts, he's real good at Edmonton. He's real good at Saskatoon as well. So, um, you know, I, I think we're all watching something very special in the series. While, while I'm a competitor and I want to beat him, I I know in my heart that we're watching something very special take place on the racetrack, mm-hmm. and uh, I think everybody else should as well because he's uh, that that team's got uh, it, it going on. So, um, you know, man, what a great show tonight! Lots of great yeah. content. Yeah, yeah. Um, wish we could have had Dylan Westbrook on. we
2: something happened there.
4: Uh, he's w- probably at a racetrack somewhere. Not gonna lie to you. Very well
2: could be, and uh, simply forgot about us. But that's okay. We will get him on. It happens. Uh, and we got so much to look forward to. Uh, get to CTMP next weekend. We got the big guys coming in from the U.S. The same guys that run the 24 hours of Daytona are going to be at CTMP next weekend. It doesn't get any better than that. For sports car racing, CTMP is where you want to head. Uh, and don't forget about the Hanley race that's going to be at Sunset Speedway. That's where I'm probably going to end up next weekend. Uh, we got so, so much to look forward to. Here in the in the country for short track racing, simply going to be amazing. Get to a short track, don't matter where you are, coast to coast. I uh, the the guys in Newfoundland, uh, Eastbound International Speedway, back under the green flag next weekend out there, uh, and it happens all the way across the country. Uh, super Late Model Series heading for Petty, uh, so that's going to be one to check out in New Brunswick. Uh, we got lots of big races here, junior. It's that this is the time of the year. You got to get to a track,
4: definitely. And I got to give a big shout out to Mike from Newfoundland. He came up to me and said, "Race Time Radio, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah." So big shout out to Mike. Uh, he's a guy that just started watching on Rev TV. And uh, uh, shout out to you, man, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for stopping me at uh, at Newfoundland. It was cool to meet you.
2: Very good. That's going to do it for Junior and I here tonight. Got to thank Susie Q right here in the RTR studio. Got to thank Scotty in Toronto. Got to thank Tim, also at Rev TV Canada. Uh, Steele, Ian, uh, there's everybody. And we got to thank you for tuning in faithfully as you do each and every week here at the Race Time Radio. Wouldn't do it without you, uh, but that's going to do it for Joe and I tonight. Have a good, safe one, everybody. Remember, hydrate. If you're in the car, run to the car, don't matter. Hydrate. We'll see you next time right here, all live on Race Time Radio. Have a good night, everybody.